Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
כל אדם מחפש מקומות ונופים חדשים בעולם. ברוך חוצה יבשות וימים, 
simple, clever. Listen. The mountains will crumble and the hillside will fade away. But my love for you will not end. One more time, everybody together. The mountains will crumble. more time louder let's go the mountains will crumble and the hillside will fade away but my love for you will not end the mountains will crumble and the hillside will fade Ula ya yomu ya gia 
Hayom is the name of that one. Before that, uh, Chazakim, both done by uh, Maishi Tischler, who joined us yesterday here at JM in the AM. Uh, before that, you heard Eitan Katz, Everlasting Love, a song he does on Live in Jerusalem, Volume 2, with his brother Shlomo. Really cool selection, I must say, and I like the video that came out with that. Yerushalayim Shabalev on this era of Yom Yerushalayim with Avremel, Avram Fried, Eli Schwebel's No Delacha. You heard Adon Alum done by Danny Palgon. And Regesh, Modaani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Thursday on this 21st of May, 27th of ER. Tonight, Yom Yerushalayim, a week from tonight, the holiday of Shavuos. 42 is the day in the Omer. Today is day number 42 in the counting of the Omer. That's six weeks, believe it or not. Five weeks since the holiday of Pesach ended. Hard to believe, frankly. Um, 49 degrees, 74% humidity, winds in northeast at 4 miles per hour, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 65. And tonight, mostly clear, low temperature of 54. Tomorrow afternoon showers, a high temperature, 71 degrees. Right now, 94 as the heat wave continues in Israel. 94 in Yerushalayim. We're at 49 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Uh, a lot of synagogues are opening up. Uh, in fact, there's certain neighborhoods where you could have said that a couple of weeks ago. All right. <laughs> uh, but a lot of synagogues are now opening up, making decisions about starting uh, today, tomorrow, uh, Shabbos, Shavuos, etc. I ask one thing of everybody, and I assume that this is what's happening in places like uh, Jerusalem and other cities around the world that have really started to open up. I beg of you to understand the chart and statistics that the governor of the state of New York uh, mentioned yesterday during his press conference. The uh, number of people who are tested positive among those who are tested in New York State is about 20%. Those who work for the New York City Transit Department, including all the workers on the trains and buses, Firefighters, police, nurses, doctors, all frontline people who've been working through the last 10 weeks, their average is about 10% positive. We always think that the uh, that there's a difference. We always think that um, those on the front lines are being infected and are being uh, uh, and are falling ill at a quicker or more more regular rate than others. And it's exactly the opposite. And of course, the reason is. Uh, because those on the front lines know how to dress during a pandemic. With all that in mind, I ask everybody, if you're heading to shul, if you're participating in minyanim, I am begging you to make the services as short as possible. In fact, I saw a notice from one of our local shuls that they're actually going to do a Hecha Kedusha at Mincha every day until further notice, just to keep the number of people together as little as possible. Um, but aside from that, the most important thing is wear a mask. Wear a mask, wear gloves, bring your own sitter, don't touch anything, don't shake anyone's hand, don't go near anybody and speak into their face. If you do all that, not that I'm a doctor, but based on what we've learned over the last 10 weeks, if you just do those things, you'll probably cut down on 95% of the transmission of, of COVID and anything else, frankly. Be the healthiest generation ever, hopefully. Uh, so, so please keep that in mind. Keep the Purell around, the gloves around, the mask around, your own sitter. 
be careful what you're putting your stuff down on. Be careful where you're sitting. Keep all this in mind. And this whole transition into regular life can be, please God, so smooth and so healthy. We do not want to see a repeat, especially in our community, of the week of Pesach. Remember, don't forget this. Keep it in your ba- the back of your mind or the front of your mind for a long time. What kind of pain the community went through and families went through uh, in the last uh, 10 weeks, especially during Pesach, which was the height of the deaths. Um, all right, so all those basic things that we've learned, no matter if you're 13 years old, 30 years old, or 80 years old, and again... Anybody over 65, make a smart decision about whether you're going to shul or not. But everything we've learned over the last few weeks, if you just continue to implement and, and utilize and keep those habits, it can be a real, real game changer and a really, really good transition into normal life. Please keep that in mind. JM in the AM, Thursday morning. Thursdays are big here. You know that. And today... And this is really, uh, yeah, I assume this is, we're getting toward the end of our Zoom live lunches because next week, obviously, it's Erev Yontif. There won't be a Thursday live lunch. And once we get into June, I don't know, once we get into June, we might just be back to our you know, regular way of doing things and not necessarily using Zoom. Uh, anyway, I mention this because today there is a Zoom live lunch. And today's Zoom Live Lunch will feature Avi Fryer. Believe it or not, the envelope has arrived. (laughs) The priority mail envelope that was sent from Florida on May 7th arrived yesterday. This envelope, which is sealed, is a um, very important part of today's magic trick that Avi Fryer is going to be doing with us at 12 noon Eastern time. So feel free to zoom in and to enjoy the... um, to enjoy the uh, the live lunch and to enjoy the um, uh, the Zoom uh, the the magic trick. <laughs> uh, what you do is uh, you go to uh, Zoom ID eight one four three five three five zero six four eight one four three five three five zero six four and the password is lowercase J-M-A-M. You do that at about 11 o'clock, you'll be in our live lunch. Uh, obviously, if you're listening, you'll be hearing the live lunch also. But you'll be in our live lunch and at 12 noon. Avi Fryer is going to be doing his magic for us here at the Nahum Siegel Network. More coming up. Tonight is Yom Yerushalayim. Here's Shalshelis Jr.
The other day to a world of uncertainty so gray And I don't know what tomorrow's gonna bring the Stories and the endless news Feeling helpless, yeah, I got the blues Things just seem to get worse day by day Then I see the blue skies And I begin to recognize This wonderful world that you created trees that praise you too and so now I sing to you Oh, oh, oh. 
JM in the AM. Maishi Tischler, Tfilas Haneros. He mentioned that the other day during our conversation on the air. Uh, quite a song, to say the least, here at JM in the AM. Before that, David Lowy's Batachti, Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, done by C. Lansbaum on guitar. Yerushalayim, done by Shel Shellis Jr. Hey, tonight is Yom Yerushalayim, and tomorrow is our Yom Yerushalayim special. And we're getting set for it. And I want to thank everybody who's uh, telling me how anxious they are to hear our Yom Yerushalayim special. By the way, our friends at Jerusalem High, American friends of Ateret Kohanim, their Yom Yerushalayim special is already online. Uh, once JM and AM is over, <laughs> well, I got to be careful. <laughs> once you're not listening to NSN, I should say, uh, you, should, you should log on and enjoy the uh, uh, the incredible um uh, the incredible uh, uh, presentation, musical presentation that the uh, folks at American Friends of Atarat Kohanim have put together. Uh, their Yom Yerushalayim commemoration can be found online, rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. Rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. And that's going on all day long with amazing, amazing reformers. Gershon Veroba, Solomon Brothers, Dr. Mayor Abitan, Shlomo Katz, Chaim David, Tal Vaknin, Uri Bitan, Michal Przansky, Rivi Schwebel, Eli Schwebel, Shlaimi Dax, Avi Peretz, and more and more and more and more. Rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage and Deli is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at better kosher supermarkets nationwide. Check out A&H today. Go to kosherdogs.net, kosherdogs.net, and save... 10% with promo code radio. Go to kosherdogs.net, 10% with promo code radio. Reminder from our friends at Art Scroll: the Panay Menachem is brand new and it's out. It's stories and lessons of Torah leadership, compassion, and empathy from the life of Rapinchas Menachem Alter of Ger. The Panay Menachem can be uh, ordered now at artscroll.com and save 15% off with promo code radio. Save 15% with promo code radio. Check it out. The Panay Menachem. Go to artscroll.com, artscroll.com. Thursday morning, day 42 in the county of the Omer, 49 degrees. The opposite in Yerushalayim. It's 94 degrees. Boy, they're in the middle of a heat wave in Israel. And I think they're looking forward to – it's either tomorrow or Shabbos that it's supposed to finally break. Um, earlier I mentioned uh, there are a lot of synagogues or a lot of uh, institutions that are now going uh, to reopen especially here in New York with Governor Cuomo's declaration yesterday. Don't forget the more important thing that Governor Cuomo said yesterday. It was important when he said, you know, we could have a minion. But he said something even more important. He said that 20% of the people tested in New York State are positive, but an average of 10% of doctors, nurses, Transit workers, including those working on the buses and trains, um, firefighters, New York City Police Department, right? And all those were hit hard at the beginning. All those were hit really hard at the beginning. And we still hear, because of their high-profile position of being on the front lines of people who are sick, but their rate of infection when they're tested is 10%. Why? You'd think it would be just the opposite. The reason, of course, is they know how to dress during a pandemic, Simple as that. They know how to dress during a pandemic. So if you're going to shul, authorized and legal, right, with whatever system your shul has put together, make sure you're wearing a mask, 
Make sure you're standing near nobody. Make sure you're using your own C-Door. Make sure you're careful what you touch and where you put your stuff down. Don't, make sure not to speak to someone directly. And if you do all that, if you do all that, it will, please God, be a really, really safe reopening. But we need everybody to do that. Wear your mask the same way those who are testing negative know how to dress. Wear your mask. Make sure to adhere to the hand-washing, Purell, and everything else as much as possible. And then we can have a safe reopening. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Galay Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. We'll talk about Jerusalem High at Teret Kohanim. It is, after all, Erev Yom Yerushalayim. Also, Yossi Baumel is going to check in from Israel. In addition to what's happening at Makar Chaim, he'll also give us a comment or two regarding Jerusalem Day and Hebron Day, which are both coming up rapidly. So we'll have all of that for you coming up here at JM in the AM. Galay Tzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Thursday is next. We say Boker Toe from JM in the AM. מתקפת סבר, סייבר, מאות אתרים ישראליים נפרצו והושחתו. עם הפרטים כתבנו אליאב בטיטו. מאז שעות הבוקר מדווחים מאות אתרים ישראלים כי הם חווים מתקפה על שרתיהם. אתרים רבים הושחתו עם מסרים אנטישמיים, כמו הספירה לאחור להשמדת ישראל התחילה לפני הרבה זמן. במערך הסבר סייבר הלאומי, מעריכים כי המתקפות מגיעות ככל הנראה מאיראן. חשוב לומר, במערך צפו את האירועים והם פועלים כעת למיגורם. סייעת בגן ילדים בראשון לציון אובחנה כחולת קורונה. בעיריית ראשון לציון הודיעו כי יבצעו מיד בדיקות לכל ילדי הגן שנדרשים כעת להיכנס לבידוד. מדובר במקרה השלישי מהבוקר בגן ילדים, לאחר שבבני ברק ובתל אביב עשרות ילדים ואנשי צוות משני גנים נכנסו גם הם לבידוד, לאחר שזוהו שם מספר חולים. ידיעה שריכזו כתבינו הדס שטייף ודורון קדוש. על רקע המתיחות בקואליציה, ראש הממשלה נתניהו ושר הביטחון גנץ ייפגשו היום בארבע עיניים. כתב התחום הפוליטי יניר קוזין. הפגישה תתקיים כשברקע חילוקי הדעות סביב קידום החוק הנורבגי שהצבעתו נדחתה אמש, כמו גם חילופי הדברים בין השרים אמסלם וניסנקורן. אמסלם טען כאן בגלי צה"ל כי היועץ המשפטי לממשלה מנדלבליט הוא עבריין לכאורה, ותגובתו של שר המשפטים אבי ניסנקורן לא איחרה לבוא. הוא אמר כי מתקפות נטולות רסן מצד שרים הן חציית קו אדום. זאת תהיה הפגישה הראשונה בין גנץ לנתניהו מאז השבעת הממשלה ביום ראשון. מוסיף להיות אנוש מצבה של הילדה בת הארבע מעיסאוויה שנפגעה הלילה מירי טועה. הדוקטור אורי פולק, מנהל המערך לטיפול נמרץ ילדים בהדסה עין כרם, עדכן על מצבה. כרגע מצבה מוגדר קשה מאוד, עם סכנה מיידית לחייה. אחד לחדר ניתוח, ואנחנו מחזיקים אצבעות שזה יצליח. מדבריו הביא כתבנו מאיר מרציאנו. טקס האזכרה הממלכתי ליהודי אתיופיה שנספו בדרכם ארצה נערך הבוקר בהר הרצל. שרת העלייה והקליטה פנינה תמנו שטה אמרה בטקס, מחובתנו להנציח את זכרם. זו זכות גדולה בשבילי לעמוד כאן היום כשרת העלייה והקליטה, שעשתה את המסע ב-1984. ולשים בראש מעייניי את זכרם של אחיי ואחיותיי שנספו בדרך. 
הם שלא זכו לעלות לכאן, נר לרגלי. וברקע מחאת האומנים, שר התרבות והספורט חילי טרופר נפגש לפני זמן קצר עם אביב גפן בניסיון לגבש מתווה חדש להחזרת עולם התרבות לפעילות. מוקדם יותר אמר גפן בתוכניתנו מרציאנו וסגל, יש להביא מתווה שימנע את קריסת הענף. המתווה הראשון שהציגו זה מגוחך, עד לא יעיל ולא פעיל בכלל. להרבה מועדונים כמו הזאפה, שוני, קיסריה, לייפארק. אין לך טעם לפתוח את זה ככה, כי זה הפסד לגמרי מ-day one. היום בעצם מה שאומר התקנון זה 85-6 סנטימטר, ומטר זה דבר שאפשר בעצם לעבור איתו. ומזג האוויר גם היום עומסי חום כבדים עד קיצוניים, אבל מחר תהיה ירידה ניכרת בטמפרטורות. תם השרב הגדול. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
באומלה, חפצי בת, אבן מעמסה, אפרתה, שדה יער, נוחה, אריאל, הר מועד, יפה, נטולה, קלה, אשת נעורים, רבתי עם, רבתי בגויים, שרתי במדינות, עיר שחוברה לה, בית תפילה, מגדל העדר, מצודה, ידידות, ירושה, דרושה, עיר לא נעזבה, גילה, עדן, גן השם. By the way, As Chaim David goes through all these amazing names of Yerushalayim, and there are a lot of amazing names, uh, I got to thank, um, th- thank Rav Daron Peretz and everybody at the World Mizrahi because they've again come out with an incredible HaMizrahi magazine, which is available online. Go to HaMizrahi.org or Mizrahi.org, and you'll see it there on their site. And the reason I mention it in this context is because uh, they have a quiz. They have a great Yerushalayim quiz that I plan on doing with my family. They have a great Yerushalayim quiz in this month's or in this issue of Yom Yerushalayim Shavuos. And one of the questions is about the names of Yerushalayim. How many names does Yerushalayim have, and how many neighborhoods in Yerushalayim now carry that name, which I thought was pretty cool. Maishi Menlowitz before that with Yerushalayim Yearnings. Uh, it's Erev Yom Yerushalayim here at JM in the AM. Yeah, tomorrow's our big Yom Yerushalayim special. Can't wait to present it to you. Today is Thursday, day 42 in the counting of the Omer. Again, it's day number 42. We're going to do a Zoom live lunch today. We're going to do a Zoom live lunch today. You will need the following Zoom ID and password. The ID is 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. The ID is lowercase jmam. Uh, the password is lowercase J-M-A-M. So again, Zoom ID for our live lunch. And remember, Avi Fryer is going to be doing magic with us at 12 noon Eastern time on the Zoom live lunch. And I mentioned that because there was a question about whether that envelope that he sent two weeks ago from Florida would get here. It finally got here. <laughs> and it got here yesterday <laughs> after two weeks, a priority envelope. Anyway, uh, so we'll be doing that at 12 noon. The Zoom ID is uh, 814 353 5064. The password is lowercase J-M-A-M. Again, J-M-A-M. Today is Thursday, and as you know, I have been um, sparing the audience in terms of um, uh, heavy pitching for our fundraiser during the early parts of these weeks, and we're using the latter parts, Thursday and Friday, generally, to uh, really ask you to consider a donation to JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network through the uh, website fjbunity.org. Again, it's the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, fjbunity.org. We have been here. We have been, first of all, we've been here for 35 years. Okay, that, that's, that's a given, and that's something I'm very proud of. But we have been here every single day, please God, thank God, every single day during this COVID epidemic, even Cholomoid Pesach. Even the days at the beginning where I hesitated to come in this stu- into this studio because other people had been in here. It is now week number, um, I think it's week number 10 that, um, that no one else has been in this studio. It's now week number 10. And we continue as a staff 
and volunteers uh, working remotely and um, and working with uh, tremendous enthusiasm and passion. We continue to bring you all of our great programming here at JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. This will be the 11th Shabbos. Does that make sense? This is going to be the 11th Shabbos. We're out of shul. Wow. Now, many of you know that in the New York area, some synagogues are going to be opening. Some synagogues will be opening today, some tomorrow, some Shabbos. Uh, for those who are not going to shul this Shabbos, which is a good piece of advice for a lot of people, uh, it'll be the 11th Shabbos already uh, in isolation. Uh, I'm going to repeat uh, what I've said so many times. We've been here every single day. There are many people who only now have started to support us financially because they realize the impact that we have every day for 35 years because of what's happened every day over the last 10 weeks. Uh, we have an incredible method and an unbelievable ability to create a genuine sense of community among people who are listening in from around the world. And by the way, not just listeners, people who follow us, people who check us out on social media, people who tune in for specific interviews, people who check our podcasts, people who just hear you just see my daily thread a 40 second video and you know keep up to date with with what's going on are very proud of what's going on here so i ask you if you are one of those individuals if you're one of those people that has been really proud of what we've done every single day during this pandemic and really proud of what we've done every single day for the last 35 plus years Please give as generously as possible and support us. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Donations of any size are appreciated. Um, If you would forward that link to people who you know who appreciate what we do, family and friends, that would be great. If you could post it on social media that you're a proud supporter, that would be great. But please give and give what you can. Today you can give in honor of Jerusalem. After all, tonight is Yom Yerushalayim and tomorrow is our Yom Yerushalayim special. You could dedicate our Yom Yerushalayim program tomorrow if you wish. If you go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, click on sponsorship opportunities and you'll see how Rabbi Yudin's segment can be sponsored tomorrow, how our JM and the AM can be sponsored tomorrow, our candle lighting announcements can be sponsored tomorrow. Uh, you may have a yard site coming up or want to memorialize somebody who passed away during this uh, during this pandemic. Many opportunities to do so at fjbunity.org. But I ask that you give, and I ask that you give as generously as possible and support us and keep us going. I also remind those who are going to synagogue, every every item, every step, every piece of education that you've gotten over the last 10 weeks regarding how to prepare to be in public, hand-washing, Purell, masks, not shaking hands, not touching anyone or going into their space, not speaking directly to somebody, not putting, using your own sitter if you're going to go back to shul, being careful where you put things, being careful where you sit. All those things, if they continue to be to be practiced and implemented, every one of them can add up to a very safe return to normal society. But we've got to be very, very careful. 
And if you're over 65 or if you have a medical situation or if you doubt for a moment that you should be outside or outside your home, then you should certainly use the precaution and extra caution of staying home. But if the younger people and those who are confident enough that they they know what they're doing feel that they're going to be going to shul or other public places, please wear that mask, adhere to everything you've learned over the last 10 weeks. First of all, as I said earlier, it will probably in the long run, you know, be very beneficial in terms of staying healthy, frankly. Uh, But in terms of uh, COVID-19, it can be the difference between life and death and life and death, not just for yourself, life and death for people around you as well. So please keep that in mind as things open up and we jump into the enthusiasm of uh, getting back into quote-unquote regular life. Keep that in mind, please. JM and the AM, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas HaRav Zevin, Riosav Alevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Riosav Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. At the time when Bnei Yisrael came to accept the Torah, we know that all of the Amim, the nations, became jealous. They asked Hashem, why couldn't we get the Torah? What is wrong with our position? Hashem said, bring to me your Sefer Yichus, your lineage, and then we will see. Why is it that Hashem asked for their lineage? We know that Yaakov Avinu is called Koton. As it says, she clothed her young son Yaakov. There it uses the word Koton. Also in Amos, we read, since B'nai Yisrael were so small, the nations of the world thought that they wanted to make themselves greater. The nation said, you want to reward B'nai Yisrael because they said Nasav and Nishma. The truth is, they did it for their own honor. They didn't do it for your honor. Hashem then answered them, this is not true. Remember what happened with Yaakov and Esav. Yaakov Avinu bought the Bechaira, the birthright from Esav. Esav wanted to sell it at any cost, even a pot of porridge. At that time, Yaakov Avinu became the Bechar. Yaakov Avinu was greater at that point, and Esav became the lesser. So Hashem tied back. Hashem argued. The truth is, B'nai Israel are always great. They themselves had been great since the time of Yaakov and Esav. This was the mistake of the Umas Ha'olam, the nations of the world. And in fact, it is also the mistake throughout the generations. The Umas Ha'olam, the nations, sometimes despised Klal Yisrael. Sometimes they turned their noses up at Klal Yisrael. But the truth is, Klal Yisrael is an Am Nivchar. It says, Shuvas Hashem Tzion, at that time, all of the nations of the world will see that B'nai Yisrael were really the Evan Pina, or the cornerstone of society. Albert Einstein, the great scientist and great leader, one time was at a world meeting, and there were people from all different religions and all different cultures. One person said in the middle of the meeting, Dr. Einstein, don't you wish that you wouldn't have been born a Jew? Dr. Einstein said, yes, I do, because then I could have become a Jew on my own. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik.
Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. It's Yidol with uh, Yehi Shalom. Thursday morning, day 42 in the counting of the Omer. Yom Yerushalayim tonight. Yom Chevron on Shabbos. Uh, Yossi Baumel with us live via telephone, director of development for Makar Chaim. And as I said last week, I want to thank him for his donation to uh, fjbunity.org. 
He did it in honor of uh, Steve Adelsberg, Nahum Siegel, and Miriam L. Wallach, and we thank him. Uh, there are many directors of development who over the years hesitate to publicly support or publicly speak about supporting other institutions and causes. Uh, based on Yossi's track record over the last, oh, I don't know, quarter of a century or so, uh, through all of our fundraisers with, that we used to do in Jersey City and now the ones that we do here, uh, he is obviously one who does not hesitate to publicly support and to publicly encourage people to support a good cause. And for that, we are thankful. Yossi Balmo, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, good morning. How are you feeling? It's good to be there. It's almost three months since we were last there, right before everything started. Yeah, it's funny. We talk, we talk about the trivia question of who was the last person in this studio besides me. The truth is you'd be on that list. You were one of the last people before you went back to Israel to visit us before Purim here at JM in the AM. Yes, and you may remember the night before we were on your program, we were in New Rochelle. That is correct. In the young, in the young Israel, right? <laughs> That's correct. In the Young Israel New Rochelle, the night before you showed up here, and then you did the event at Lincoln Square Synagogue, and uh, then right. you and then you were off, and then uh, I don't know. I guess I guess that Shabbat or maybe the next one was the last one in shul for you. Would it have been that week or that Shabbat? We were in Cleveland, and then uh, that's when Rav Dov started not to feel so well, and when he came back, uh, he uh, got Corona. He was number sixty-five. He was the first uh, person in Israel to self-identify publicly right away, so people should know. Wow. Uh, and it was uh, a whole long story, but uh, you know, it was very interesting that uh, on that trip, Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Zinger uh, spoke to the uh, YU Yarchei Kala, right. and he told them the following. It's like almost like prophecy. He said, you know, we tend to treat Hashem like an elderly parent we, don't, we send to a nursing home. In essence, we tell him, don't come into our home. It's crowded. It's noisy. The children may bother you. We have the perfect place for you, a great, beautiful synagogue. We'll even come visit you three times a day. Just don't come into our home. And his point, that, obviously, was bring— that, And his bring, point was that we don't bring Hashem into yeah, our home. I was going to say— like sort of Pump, just, you know, put him into little compartments and, and, you know, practices, but we don't bring him into our homes, into our hearts. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks later, all those uh, synagogues closed down, and we all had to bring Hashem into our houses uh, in a very, very real way. Yassi Balma with us from Israel. First of all, uh, an update. Is uh, anything happening on the Makar Chaim campus in the Gush at this Absolutely. point? Absolutely. We, we were working up until Pesach, and then from Pesach there was a— uh, a stop work on all uh, activity, all, all construction activities. But already a week ago, uh, as we posted on our uh, Facebook page, uh, the sounds of tractors are hard at work building the high school building, uh, and uh, we're about to sign contracts on the Beit Midrash and the second dormitory. One dormitory is up, and it's uh, it's moving ahead. Thank God. Hopefully, uh, we'll be moving in a year and a half from now because it's really crowded, especially now. You know, we had a rent when the yeshiva came back recently, and we had to rent out a hall from Kfaretzion because the Beit Midrash is not big enough to have the entire yeshiva socially distanced from each other. Oh, so we had to rent other places. Good point. And divide them up into little places, yeah. Wow. Do you, do, you get anyway. the, do you get the feeling that things are sort of getting back to normal, even with all the social distancing scenes? Uh, I have this funny feeling that just like in the times of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the plague ended on Lag Baomer, that it basically ended. Uh, and, and I think it's something almost miraculous, because I wish I could say that uh, where I live in Efrat, people are very careful. You know, everybody's wearing a mask in shul and all that, since we started yesterday in shuls. Uh, but uh, a lot of people are not careful, and still 
there's been no spike, not after the Seder night when even our president and prime minister had their family over, uh, you know, against uh, the regulations. Uh, and and every, uh, Yom Atzvaot, etc. There have been no spikes since those various events. Yeah, we're hoping that it's well now we, they opened up schools and yeshivas and everything so uh, we're holding our breath for another two weeks to make sure that that pattern continues but it looks like life is getting back to normal except with one terrible terrible thing and that is that a jew can't come to visit his homeland it's you know, a really terrible thing you know it's interesting only israeli citizens can come here so far right and even they have to be uh, um, uh in the quarantine for two weeks when they come back but they're not letting any out non-citizens come here altogether which is very very sad which i want to address in a second but you mentioned the reference to logba omer which is interesting and you always have an interesting historical perspective uh what were you thinking the week of pesach when that turned out for us as a community worldwide to be the most deadly week <clears throat> Uh, well, uh, I thought about a lot of people did like that. That it said on the night of the seder, no one should go out of the house because right. the, uh, the destroyers outside. I wrote a few articles about it. If you want to read about it, also, uh, you know, um, I had some strange thoughts about the situation. You know, that I was one of the few people who took part in Noach Deer's funeral here in Israel. Right. And when what, what were what, down, what were there like ten people, fifteen people? There were 20, there were nineteen people there. Wow. Um, they let like five friends come, so me and my wife and another couple and some other, one or two other people, friends came. But as I was looking down at when they were burying him, I noticed that the, at the end, the members of the Hevra Kaddish stripped their gloves off and threw them into the grave and then covered them over. Right. And I thought to myself, a thousand years from now, there'll be archaeologists you know, trying to figure out if it was the Hasidim used the blue, the blue <laughs> gloves or the Misnagdim used the white gloves or, you know, what's a strange custom of throwing gloves into a grave, right? Yeah. And then I went to wash my hands. And then I thought, you know, this is a, you know, wash your hands, you're not you're supposed to wash your hands outside of your house, you can't do it inside your house. Right. And then I started thinking that maybe all these things are somehow connected to all these, uh, washing our hands before we eat, and, and even all kinds of way we keep distances uh, from each other at certain times of our lives. Right. That there's all these kind of things that sort of like come, are familiar. And a good friend of mine said, yeah, it's practice for keeping the rules of uh, ritual purity. Within a month, we all learned how to, you know, distance and to not to touch and to be careful. And, you know, when there'll be a Beit HaMikdash, we'll have to worry about those things as well also. And we just had a practice run uh, just now. Very interesting. I have so much more to say about this, but I don't want to get off topic. You mentioned about travel to Israel. Uh, first of all, just as a technicality, one cannot land in Israel. Let's say for argument's sake, you know, anybody could go now. One can't land in Israel and get tested. And just and and be told whether they're positive or negative. As far as I know, the only country in the world that's doing that right now is Austria. They're charging each person two hundred dollars, signing a, a, an agreement that if they test positive, they have to go into uh, quarantine. And you land, they test you in the airport, and you wait there till the test results come in, and right. then they let you go. But I want to tell you something, and this is my thought. As you mentioned, the, the the pain that we're going through of not being able to visit Israel, and it comes up with anybody who's on the air who regularly goes. Um, you know, you're probably aware of the fact that a lot of summer camps are now canceling in the U.S., and I'm sure you're aware of the fact that there are a lot of uh, countries that are going through a very slow reopening, and, and the summer could be very challenging in terms of you know parents and children staying where they are because, uh, because again, a lot of uh, uh, countries, I'm not saying, are going to be on lockdown in July and August, but certainly are going to have certain restrictions 
uh, that are going to linger, uh, you know, from this whole period of time. If, in fact, travel to Israel does reopen in whatever fashion to non-citizens, you know, people like myself, I think you are going to be overrun with tourists because families that depended on summer camp and families that depended on other programs to entertain and enhance the lives of their children very likely are going to try to head to Israel for a few weeks. And you might be giving tours of the Makar Chaim campus from morning till night if, in fact, my prediction comes true. I hope you're right. I really hope you're right because, um, you know, think of me. My life has been basically this pattern, this rhythm of traveling to the States and coming back and having people come and showing them around, whether it's been in the Teret Konim in Yerushalayim or in Hebron or in Sterot or now in Gush Etzion, and, and, you know, back and forth. And now it's all stopped. And I, I, we met so many people on our recent trip who said, I want to come, I want to see the project, I want to see the Shiva, and none of them could come. And it's, it's really, really a terrible thing. And it's the one thing I think that's going to be holding up Israel's full return of the economy is to open up for tourism. They really need to find a way to do that. They really need to do it well, a lot on of the, so many levels. A lot of the hotels, including our Inbal Hotel, um, uh, said they're opening June 18th. Others are opening up. I'm hoping that that will not only spur Israelis to utilize the hotels and the uh, insular uh, tourism industry, but hopefully will get people from around the world to travel as well. Uh, who well, knows? the government just announced that uh, that uh, the the limit on traveling was extended to June fifteenth, so people theoretically could buy tickets and come from June fifteenth on. I don't exactly know how they're going to deal with them, but uh, that's at the moment that's what they're saying. Interesting. So we really hope that people will come visit. What are your thoughts as we are on Erev Yom Yerushalayim? Well. What can I tell you? You know, the uh, we uh, Har Sinai is a mountain, and Jerusalem is a mountain. And uh, many years ago, I saw a sign someplace that you know, if you're if you're on, on these very steep steps, it said, if you're breathing hard, you know, you're on the way up. And we're all on the way up, on the way up to Yushalayim, on the way to Hebron. You know, Yushalayim, I've always said. Uh, is the place where uh, or all its prayers or answers, where all the Torah comes from, and Hebron is where we 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 send our prayers and we and we build ourselves as a nation. In other words, Hebron re- represents the physical construction. Yerushalayim represents the spiritual answer. That's why there's two uh, entrances to Gan Eden. You know that. Yep. It's an inbox and an outbox. Right. The inbox is Hebron. The outbox is Jerusalem. And here in Gush Etzion, we're uh, right in between uh, two places. I'm not going to tell the story over again about Rav Gorin woke up in Gush Etzion <laughs> and captured right. everyone all by himself. I'm sure I heard it mentioned on your program already this week, <laughs> <Correct>. so once <laughs> or twice. <laughs> so but I'll it, spare your readers. But uh, it's well, just—it's an amazing thing to be living in this area. I mean, you know, in Tisha B'Av's, I will go um, Friday night. Uh, I mean, at night on Tisha B'Av, I will go to Herodian. And then in the morning we go to Hebron, and the afternoons go to the they go to Kevrachel and then to the Kotel. Living here right in the middle of all these holiest places is just has been an unbelievable experience, and I'm hoping that they'll all open up. I, yesterday I went the first, I heard, when I heard they when I saw they opened our shul here in Efrat yesterday morning. So for Mincha I went to Hebron because I wanted to dive in inside. Uh, they said they're not opening up till after the Ramadan is over, and I was uh, honored to be the chazan there uh, outside of the Martha Machpela. But it, it's just you know the idea that you can go into these places and be living the history 
uh, and rebuilding the history here, uh, like our campus is on the Derek Avot, the original road of connecting up Hebron to Shalayim, and that's what we're doing here in this year. We're connecting up the physical construction of Israel with the spiritual redemption of the Jewish people. With that's the, what we're doing with here. the two concepts that you mentioned uh, regarding the role of Yerushalayim and the role of Hebron, is it appropriate, or is there anything to say about the fact that Yom Yerushalayim is the first day and Yom Hebron is the next day, or that's just a coincidence? There are no coincidences, but uh, obviously there, that, that uh, Yerushalayim has always been closer to the heart of uh, everyone. Uh, even in halacha, it's expressed. I just saw a tshuva that I think it was from Herschel Shefton, actually, that you don't tear kriya when, if you haven't been in Hebron for 30 days. But if you come to the koto, you tear kriya. That's Yushalayim is really al rosh simchatenu always. Unbelievable. That's where, all, that's where the whole world is headed to. No question about it. Tonight, Yom Yerushalayim. Shabbos is uh, Yom Hebron, everybody. And of course, our Yom Yerushalayim special coming up tomorrow morning here. At JM and the AMSC Baumel with us live via telephone. We're speaking about Makar Chaim and talking about these interesting days that we are in right now. Um, the remind our audience, especially those who hopefully will will get there soon. There is a uh, uh, there's a connection and a, a d- direct uh, relationship between uh, Makar Chaim and the the three boys as we know them because uh, uh, the the boys actually attended. Makar Chaim, and their memory is going to be key in terms of what you're building there right now, correct? That's correct. The campus is in their memory, and uh, we're coming up now on uh, their yard site uh, very soon. Uh, and uh, basically, um, you know, uh, kids from Makar Chaim have on their T-shirts, there's nothing more whole than a broken heart, Ooh. which is a uh, quote from Rabbi Nachman, you know, sometimes our hearts are too hardened. They're hardened by our habits of getting up and diving every day with a minion and not thinking about what we're saying. Our hearts are hard, so they need to be cracked. And uh, we saw that our hearts were really cracked open when those three boys were uh, were kidnapped, and the whole Jewish world came together in a way that has not been since the Six-Day War. It had, no, we, the Jewish people were not united uh, as they were during that time. And uh, now also it's amazing how every little community detail, like I'll hear Stuart Dietrich's uh, reports about what's going on in Brooklyn, and, and you know, we're all interconnected in a, in, a, in a way that's amazing, and I think one of the lessons of the last few months is that God gave us these wonderful, wonderful gifts of new technology that need to be used one way or another, and they need to be used, and they bring us all together. All and you. hopefully, when they renew traveling, they'll bring us back together physically as well. You know, I... I uh, People, I was stuck in America during the September 11th. Right, so we were online. Oh, we, with we, 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 we tell Dan, we tell your story. We tell your story all the time, by the way, about yeah, how. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I was thinking about how you know, like, could it be possible that someday I won't be able to get back to Israel? And that has been up in my. And every time I leave America, when I pack, I think to myself, maybe I'm not coming back. I certainly thought that this last time, when the, the day that we left. Uh, New York. It was uh, the day that these whole things started coming out about the pandemic. And I, I, I don't know how to say this to my friends in America, but there have been a number of rabbis, the Radomska, then the others who came out yesterday, that the problems of traveling from one country to another, from one state to another, may come back again. And people really, really need to start thinking seriously that when the skies open, they really need to move here. It's been so wonderful here during this terrible crisis compared to other places. I mean, if you look at the at the at the numbers of actual 
uh, deaths compared to previous years. There were no more deaths during this period than there were in the year, year before, or there were even less than the last two years during this similar period. So with all that's happening, God is looking for us. It's not a mystical thing. We have to keep the rules. We are, we're commanded to give God the pipeline by keep putting our mask on. I'm keeping all the rules. You know, people ask me, do I believe in mysticism? I, I the first day I took, the, there's a potion that one of the Kubalim in Israel said, you drink this and you'll never get the, the, the disease. I drank it. <laughs> that doesn't mean I was any way less um, uh, careful about keeping all the rules, because you got to not prevent God from having to do miracles from you. He has to be able to do it in a natural way. And by keeping the rules, uh, by doing these things, and by also, as far as building our Israel, we think a God is going to come and pick us up and, and bring us here and everything will be bring spring up by itself no we have to come and build it by ourselves this is what Hashem wants of us to use our science to use our technology to use our logic to use our talents to be his hands on this world and that's what we're doing here and you know uh, if that wasn't the case we'd all be lies when we make a mozi you know, when you say Bore Priyadama, God does create the fruit in the ground or on the tree. But Hamotzi Lechem in Haaretz, we grind the wheat, we plant the wheat, we do, there's so many things we do to the wheat. We're learning Masahat uh, Shabbat, now we just learned it in Kual Gadol. All the uh, actions that a person does to create bread. And we, nevertheless, we said that God takes it out of the ground because we are God's hands. That's why we make that blessing. And people have to understand you can't daven and shul against the rules and hope that God will save you. You need to work with the system, with the science, with the logic, with the technology. And God wants us to use these gifts to, to bring him down onto this world. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, finally, I have, I have to mention, because I've said this so often, but you haven't been on the air with me since this all started. Um, it's the first time in 72 years that Jews of the diaspora do not have access to the Holy Land. And thank God, unlike other centuries and unlike other periods of time, uh, thank God we're not paying the price for that because you know what has happened to our people for 2,000 years when there was no access or easy access to the Holy Land. And thank God we're not paying that price right now. But it is a, as you as you tell us, how important it is to consider a future in Israel, which I don't think you said it in those words, but I'll sum it up that way. <laughs> um, I think we need to realize the blessing that we've gotten right now, that thank God the closure of Israel to us uh, has not been uh, something that we've had to, uh, uh, that we, we haven't been uh, you know, put in jeopardy because of thank God. Uh, but we, we should consider that you know, our, our luck could run out and that you know, if, if in fact you're right, that uh, that we're, it's going to be proven as easy as we as technology and travel is that it's going to that it could get, you know, it could remain like this or or come back to a time like this again. I think we need to keep in mind that uh, we should take advantage of the times that we have easy access to the Holy Land. Yes, I uh, wrote an article called Three Safe Rooms and Three No-Fly Zones." Because the, in Israel, you know, we've had to take refuge in safe rooms three times. First, they were the sealed rooms of the Gulf War. Then there were the uh, protected rooms of the missiles from the Gaza Strip. And now we're in the quarantine rooms. And the three safe rooms are, are reflect the three Batei Mikdash. And there were three times, and, and, and if, the, if the, sky, the skies closed during September 11th, they closed again now. 
And if they open up again, who knows if they are going to close a third, a third time. So really, people should really, really consider about getting their act together and getting over here. I think that whether it's the fact that we've just been practicing the laws of ritual purity during this uh, social distancing time or whatever it is, we see the building of Israel, we see the development. It's it's going towards the end game, and we don't. No one knows how or where or what, but people have to be here. This is it. Vilna Gaon sent his students back then because it says um, um, because because uh, um, because in Israel the, the Jews will be saved, and he was worried that the Jews will be outside of Israel when the time comes. So the time really is to come back uh, if you can physically. If not, at least. Uh, as, as it's written in the book of by, uh, by Rabbi Teichtel, at least be connected to Israel. And connection is very important. And I would like to say a word about connection because we just had the day of Yesod Shabbat Yesod, which is the day of connection. And Nachum Siegel is the great connector. And I really think that uh, with all the services you've done to people, and I hear the way you had uh, people from Atarat Konimah and from other organizations day in and day out, you are the one who connects up the Jewish people. And today, more than ever throughout the world, there are people listening to you. I saw it even on today's chat. There are people from all over the world listening to you. Supporting Nachum Siegel is a really important thing, supporting JM the AM, so that we could all be together one way or another. And that's what, uh, as Rav Dov uh, Singer said this week in his talk about the Yisod Shabi Yisod, all the books and all the movies and all the history and all the songs have to do with one thing. In the end, will they be together, whether it's a boy and a girl or a person and his country or a person and his tradition? Will they be together? Will we unite the Shechina and, and, and the Kodesh Baruch This is what we're supposed to do here. And you're uniting the Jewish world in a way that nobody really uh, has been. And I really think it's important for all your listeners to support you. I can't thank you enough for that. And everybody, I'm going to use the opportunity to remind you after what Yossi just said, that there's a website where it's really easy to support us, fjbunity.org, FJB for Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting fjbunity.org and we are a foundation we are a foundation of unity so please fjbunity.org and i guess yes see that's one of the reasons that one of the most popular jewish songs of the last oh i don't know 40 years is someday we will all be together that may be in fact i think we once did an all-time you talking about the supremes <laughs> i think i think i think one day we did we actually did one of these uh, countdowns of top Jewish songs ever. I think that ended up being number one. So your your words your words are certainly appreciated. By the way, speaking of our chat and our app, someone writes, I went to Yeshiva in Brooklyn many years ago. The principal was Rabbi Baumel. Is that Rabbi Baumel related to the one that, that you have on the air right now? Yes, that was my uh, first cousin once removed, who was the chief rabbi of Crown Heights before the Lubavitchers got there, and the principal of Crown Heights Yeshiva, who moved to Israel in the 1960s. He's no longer with us, but he was really a very, very special person, yes, and very he, beloved by my family. Yes, he, my, my brother was in the last graduating class of Yeshiva Crown Heights. Oh, there you go. Is Which that, one? My late brother Moshe. He was... Uh, oh, who would who would today oh. who would today be uh, almost seventy years old? He would be oh. sixty nine years old. He was yeah. he was in the first graduating class of Yeshiva of Crown Heights, and yeah, now and now I and now I know why. When I as a kid I heard the name Rabbi Baumel, now I know why because <laughs> he used to mention the name Rabbi Baumel, and now I know who he was referring to. Well, there you go. Yeah. Talk about being together. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this Jewish geography we just played internationally. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yossi, Tadara. I miss you, Nachum. I want to come visit again in your little studio over there in the Lower East Side. It's so much better than going to New Jersey in the mornings. I really love it. I appreciate that. Yerush Hashem soon. We look forward to having you here, but I look forward to seeing you on the Makar Chaim campus. i got to get to Israel already, and I hope it's very, very soon. Yes, and I really, it would be great if the great communicator would move his whole operation to Israel. You still could communicate with America from here. Well, I keep telling you about it. I keep telling you about it. you would have, have to wake up early in the morning. You would never have to meet Minion. You lose uh, Miss Minion. <laughs> You know, <laughs> that's true. Also, you're right. I keep, I keep telling everybody I'm looking for real estate in a lot because I want to move to Israel, but I don't need, necessarily need to be near everyone else. You know, <laughs> but we'll, but we'll see. And 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 of course, I don't even want to get into the whole discussion about whether a lot is really biblical Israel or not. That's another discussion. Kibush Yochet Shmei Kibush. So certainly the, uh, the state of Israel capturing it makes it into part of Israel. No question about it. So there's no way you would endorse the halachic position that you keep two days Yantif in lot. I don't like to take a halach position, but it's uh, whatever. <laughs> it's, it sounds like you're leading that way. <laughs> Yossi, always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, have a great day, and uh, Yom Yushalayim Sameach to everyone, and uh, Chag Shavuot Sameach to everyone. And Yom Chevron, and Yom Chevron Sameach. Absolutely. Yom Yushalayim Sameach, Yom Chevron Sameach, Chag Shavuot Sameach, Yassi Baumel at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSegal.com, and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app.
J.M. and the A.M., Benny Friedman and company with Bashir. That's brand new. Maishi Tischler, brand new with Chazakim. Mordechai and David's latest with Dai. Thursday morning, day 42 in the counting of the Omer. A lot of talk about Aliyah today with Yassi Baumo. If you're considering Aliyah, Nefesh Benefesh is pleased to present a full calendar of informational sessions and personal meetings, all accessible from the comfort of your own home. Join Nefesh Benefesh to find out more about Aliyah and life in Israel. The workshop will cover the topic of real estate in Israel, 
Check out the full calendar by going to nbn.org.il slash events, nbn.org.il slash events. And the real estate one that I mentioned, that happens to be on our community calendar. If you go to nachumsegel.com slash community dash calendar, uh, then you'll see it there. Nefesh Benefesh has a lot of these uh, uh, amazing uh, workshops. Some of them you'll find at nachumsegel.com slash community dash calendar, and others you could find at nbn .org.il, nbn.org.il. Support us, please, as we ask you every single week, especially as we get toward the end of the week. And you've heard such amazing programming now for yet another week, our 10th week of programming uh, inside isolation in our studios here on the NSN Network. We ask you to please, please give and give generously and support us by going to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Morris says, Nacho, many years ago I learned of Yom Chevron from you. I've been telling anyone who will listen about that special day in history, keep up the great work of inspiring all of Klai Yisrael and trying to unite us. And Chag Sameach to a whole Olam, he says. Well, thank you very much for that. Chaya says, remembering June 67 and learning that the uh, Arabs are not really in Tel Aviv and that Harabayat Biadenu, and that Harabayat Biadenu, meaning, meaning it was a fact. I was convinced that the Tehillah, my classmates, and I had said had helped Sahal. Well, no doubt it did. I can tell you that much. And someone asks about social distancing and Torah reading. That's been addressed. And remember, all we're asking people, if you're going back to shul, is please keep all the rules and regulations. And yes, the rabbis and your rabbi of your shul, I guarantee you, has come up with a system regarding Torah reading and social distancing. Just make sure to enforce it as best as possible and wear those masks and use Purell and wash hands. And be as vigilant as possible about using your own door and where you sit and what you put down and not speaking there somebody else and not going there anyone else and certainly not shaking anyone else's hand. If everyone adheres to all of this, as you just heard Yossi mention from Israel, if everyone adheres to all these things, then we're going to get through this fine. But we got to make sure to adhere to everything during this very, very sensitive next couple of months. So please, as shuls are reopening, keep this in mind and keep it in mind um, – very, very seriously, please. Very, very important. More coming up. We'll talk about uh, Yom Yerushalayim and uh, Atarat Koanim, one of our favorite topics, coming up next if you keep it right here at JM in the AM. Halim sheli
Mordechai Shapiro and company with Halev Shali, Shimon Goldman on that as well. A high lifeline presentation. Day 42 in the counting of the Omer. Hard to believe that Pesach ended five weeks ago. Day number 42 in the counting of the Omer. That's six weeks. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Uh, well, tonight is Yom Yerushalayim. It's no secret that we're encouraging everybody to uh, watch the video celebration and to give generously to our friends at Ateret Kohanim. After all, they are saving, reviving, and growing the holy city of Jerusalem. And we're going to describe that with Shani Hyken in a moment. Uh, go to uh, rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. Rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. Plus, there's probably a million other ways to get there. Uh, because you'll find it all over social media today. You'll find it in your email today, literally one click away. It's a great two-hour concert that's put together. that was put together in order to celebrate Yerushalayim. And uh, they continue to get closer and closer to their goal uh, with wonderful comments, people dedicating in honor of the incredible staff of uh, Atarat Kohanim, 
uh, dedicating in honor of the amazing residents who are doing such incredible work and just in, in the fact that they're just living in the neighborhoods that we're about to talk about. So go to the uh, website, rootfunding.com slash campaigns slash Jerusalem Day. And at some point today, make sure to watch the video as Yom Yushalayim begins tonight and give as generously as possible to the work of Ateret Koanim. Uh, Shani Hyken is, of course, uh, the executive vice president of American Friends of Ateret Koanim and uh, Jerusalem Chai and is with us live via telephone. Shani Chag Sameach as we get closer and closer to Yom Yerushalayim. Chag Sameach, Yom Yerushalayim, Sameach, Nachem. Unbelievable. Another one tonight, 53 years. Incredible memories, and not just memories, incredible work being done today in Jerusalem. You know, you mentioned to me that uh, you're you're with the uh, the folks at Atarat Kohanim since the early 1990s. The growth that you have seen, the commitment you have seen, the people you have met who are true heroes of Israel is pretty remarkable. Oh, Nachum, when I go to Israel and I see the rooftop playgrounds, when I meet more families living side by side, in many, many cases, not all, of course, but in many cases by very hostile neighbors, I marvel at the courage. I marvel at the tenacity and the determination to renew Jewish life in the heart of the old city. And today, people have an opportunity to be our partners. You know, for so many years, 19 years, we couldn't daven at the hotel. We yeah. couldn't walk all through the old city. And then this glorious day, what else can you call it if not glorious, Nachum, when in 1967, and Yerushalayim is redeemed and, re- and liberated, not captured, not occupied, liberated by the IDF, of course, thanks to Hashem Yisbarach. So we say thank you, Hashem Hodul Hashem Kitov, on this wonderful day in Jewish history. Nachum, can you remember, I mean, I was in uh, 1967, I was, um, what, 15 years old, or Mashu Kazeh, and I remember my parents, and did they cry? Did they were like they in utter disbelief that this day had finally come? Who could have dreamed? Could the people walking, I don't, I don't want to get emotional here, but I am, <laughs> could the people have, you know, walking to, you know where, to the gas chambers, being executed, being mercilessly brutalized by our enemies, could they have envisioned a day someday when we would return to the heart of the old city. It is a Nesmin HaShemayim, and all we're asking, Nachum, is for people to be our partners. You know, Nachum, even, even during this horrible pandemic, there were Arabs who threw Molotov cocktails and destroyed property in Yemenite village. We have 22 families now in Yemenite village. Do you think any, anybody, you know, locked the door and ran away? Do you think anybody was intimidated? No, they never have been. They never will be. And life continues to grow in the heart of the old city and in the neighborhoods that Atera Koanim has renewed with Jewish life. You know, but Shani, I have to interrupt you for a second because it's as you're saying all this, and I really do hope that people become partners and I hope people appreciate the celebration online that they're going to be participating in uh, with uh, Tarot Kohanim at some point, either today, Erev Yom Yerushalayim, or tomorrow, Anyam Yerushalayim. But, uh, you know, you know where we would normally be tonight. You know that tonight 
would normally be an incredible social event, an incredible get-together, a wonderful dinner. You guys do it like nobody else does. Everybody would be making a financial commitment and a time commitment to be together to celebrate Jerusalem tonight. And I hope, and I know it's not the same, but I hope that people will be doing that today and tonight. We'll feel the need to still support the cause and we'll feel the need to to get, to have this feeling of unity uh, for Yerushalayim through the work of Atarit Kohanim. You know, last year we had a marvelous dinner and as a result of people uh, giving generously in honor of Paul and Aviva Gross from Woodmere, uh, Paul and Aviva and Aviva's mother, uh, Helen Mermelstein, she should live and be well till 120, and Bernie and Fran Mermelstein from Great Neck, and all, so many of their family and friends dedicated a beautiful strategic overlook, a magnificent overlook in one of the, the highest building in the old city, uh, Beit Hanof, dedicated to the memory of our wonderful, dear Joseph Mermelstein, Papa yeah. Joe, yeah. as he was known. And it, 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 it's a sight to behold, this building. And two years before that, my, my close friends, uh, Dr. Hindi and Nissen Klein from Flatbush, and Hindi was on your radio show that day when, when we came into your studio, Chaim Liebtag and I. Right. And we have a Gan Arye on the rooftop of the same building because our children don't have a park to go into outside. You know, Shalom, you can go outside and play now. Rifki, you know, see you later. Come home for dinner. It doesn't work like that in the old city. We don't have public parks for the kids to go out and play. We build rooftop playgrounds for our children. So today we have Gan Arye on the rooftop of Beit Hanof and and six families, six very brave families living in this beautiful building. And and in the, the children from the neighboring buildings, they come up to Gan Arye to play and enjoy and have freedom to, to, to be children. It's marvelous. And everybody who's listening, you know, we're not there day in, day out. We don't live there. We don't go through the hardships. We don't have to look over our shoulders, you know, at Molotov cocktails, Chasvachalila being thrown, which they are regularly. We don't have to worry about stones being thrown in our direction. So, so what do we do to help? You know, Rabbi Sachs, um, Jonathan Sachs, did a beautiful Devar Torah on Parshas Emmar two weeks ago. He said everybody can be either a Chilol Hashem or a Kiddush Hashem. And it occurred to me that, and he says everybody, all Jews, can be an ambassador of Hashem and be a Kiddush Hashem. Nachem, you tell me, now, you tell me right now, Nachem, <laughs> what is more of a Kiddush Hashem than our brave families walking with heads held high, raising their children, learning, shopping, living their lives, creating Jewish life in the heart of the old city where someday we believe on imamin, we will have a Beis HaMikdash once again. What's more of a Kiddush Hashem than that? So we're asking everybody to please be our partners on this marvelous day in Jewish history. Was this a nais min hashamayim or a nais min hashamayim? That we now, that that day in 1967, Rabbi Gorin blew the shofar, okay, now what? Well, then, starting 40 years ago, 
uh, because now's the anniversary of Atera Konim. So when we celebrate the 53rd year of Yom Yerushalayim, we're celebrating 40 years of Mati Dunn and Daniel Luria and Atera Konim making a difference in Jerusalem. You know, last year when we had our dinner and Esty Wald was our Young Leadership Awardee, she, she told to me, she told me how when she was at her son's bar mitzvah in the Kotel, she was thinking, I wonder what it would be like if there were no Jews living in the so-called Muslim and Christian quarters. Would we want to see Palestinian flags waving on the other side of the Kotel? Oh, my gosh. And she says, and I know, Shani, it's because of Atarot Kohanim and those families that today there is Jewish life. And we have Israeli flags waving on so many rooftops in the heart of the old city. Shani Heiken is with us. Uh, we'll give you the information in a second. Shani, give me a word about the uh, what every man, woman, and child need to go through to get to their homes in certain neighborhoods that Atarot uh, it's incredible how so many of our families have to walk with with guards. You know, the women have to take their children to the nurseries. You know, we operate two nurseries in Yemenite village in in um, at uh, Shar Prahim, one of our huge projects that was completed since last year's dinner was an expanded nursery at Shar Shar Prahim, which is at Damascus Gate. That's where we even lost some soldiers who were knifed. Nebuch, you know, at that entrance to the old city. And today we have these fearless women, men and women, walking their children to our nurseries, to our Wittenberg Children's Center. And money raised from, from this event today, which we have, you know, we have a very big goal, you know, three hundred to $400,000. Hashem will reach it or get close to it. Nothing happens unless people, you know, go online, make a contribution, or mail a check. Uh, and, and are our partners, but we're going to have a children's day camp that's going to cost, you know, only about thirty thirty-five thousand dollars to get the kids out of the hot old city to playgrounds and zoos and and you know outings all over Israel to get them away from the tension that's inherent in living living in the old city. But you know something, no nobody's scared, nobody's nervous. They're careful. They yep. got to walk with the guards but they do it with smiles on their faces. Because as Chaim Liebtag, who worked so hard on this program together with Dr. Paul Brody from Great Neck, who assembled some fantastic singers. I mean, it's a marvelous, marvelous concert that people will enjoy. So, you know, Chaim says on the video, they want to be here. Nobody's forcing them to be there. They want to be here because they are so dedicated to the premise that Jews have a right to live everywhere in Jerusalem because it's our city, Nachum, and they do it with smiles on their faces. 3,000 years of our eternal capital, 53 years of a liberate, liberated Jerusalem, and 40 years the great work of Ateret Koanim. Everybody out there is uh, encouraged to go online. It's really easy. Go to JerusalemChai.org. It's the first thing you'll see is a, a promo for the concert, which is live right now. And um, uh, the video is live right now. You'll see the promo for the concert. You click on it, and you're there. As simple as that. Plus, you're right there on the page where you can uh, donate as well. JerusalemChai.org, JerusalemChai.org. Commemorate the 53rd anniversary of Jewish sovereignty and the 40th anniversary of Ateret Kohanim in this online 
concert of Yerushalayim. The lineup's amazing. People like Shlaimi Dax, Avi Peretz, Uri Bitan, Elran Zabatani, Tal Vaknin, Chaim David, Shlomo Katz, the Solomon Brothers, God Elbaz, Dudu Fisher, 613, Rivi Schwebel, Eli Schwebel, Dr. Mayor Abitan, Dr. Baruch Abitan, Yehuda Nagelberg, Aaron Nagelbud, Michal Brzezinski, Gershon Vroba, and more, all part of this amazing concert that you could watch and at the same time appreciate Yerushalayim and donate to our Teret Kohanim. It's, it's uh, that simple. The dinner's on. The dinner is literally right now, everybody. It'll last through. It'll be the longest dinner ever. It'll last through Erev Yom Yerushalayim and through tomorrow Yom Yerushalayim. Just go to JerusalemChai.org. JerusalemChai.org. Enjoy the concert and enjoy being a partner, as Shani said, uh, with the folks at Teret Kohanim in building, expanding, and securing Jerusalem. Shani, we should also, as you just mentioned, give out a regular uh, mail address so people could actually send in checks if they want to go that route. What should Absolutely. people do? Absolutely. It's American Friends of Ateret Kohanim, 248 West 35th, 35 West 35th Street, room 406, New York, New York, 10001. 248 West 35th, Room 406, New York, New York, 10001. There's one performer you left out, Nachum. I saw his spectacular rendition of Yerushalayim Shel Zahav last night. Oh, my gosh. Avram Fried's oh. Yerushalayim Shel Zahav performed at Lincoln Center is mashu, mashu. Oh, my, my gosh. I didn't even realize he was on it. That's fantastic. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but all of the performers, they give with their heart and soul, and we thank everybody with all of our hearts. Uvenei Yerushalayim irakodesh bimheirav yamenu. Hashem needs his partners. Nachum, thank you for being our partner and for playing a role as well in this year's production. We thank you with all of our hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, stand with these fearless families. You know why? Because it's not just their Jerusalem. It's our Jerusalem. Always the most important message. Big thank you to Shani Hyken, Executive Vice President, American Friends of Atarit Konim. JerusalemChai.org, everybody. Make sure to uh, to give and give generously and make sure to enjoy an amazing concert performance. It's all live right now at JerusalemChai.org. Again, that's JerusalemChai.org. You have your opportunity to really uh, enjoy a great show and at the same time uh, be part of a fantastic effort to uh, protect, secure, expand, and to bring life, more and more life, to the holy city of Jerusalem. You are listening to JM in the AM. desert tent. History's children in every event are looking for a way to lighten up their load. And brighter than the sun you shine, Jerusalem, you're on my mind, you lift my soul, you echo the divine. Providence that guides us so that we may teach and all may know 
the hand that may admonish or reward has given us this holy space Jerusalem to you I turn I trace my steps back to you now again Jerusalem is calling Jerusalem is calling Hear it echo through the canyons of your mind Until you reclaim the things you've left behind It's telling you this just might be the time J.M. and the A.M. Thursday. Oh, Jerusalem is calling, all right. That's diaspora. I was just told that... um, I was just told that Barry Weber and Lipa and the Yitzi Spinner... Are all part of the uh, Yom Yerushalayim celebration commemoration that you'll find at JerusalemChai.org. 
Dr. Mayor Abitan, Dr. Baruch Abitan, Avi Peretz, Uri Bitan, Ari Zucker, Shlaimi Dax, Chaim David, Avram Fried, God Elbaz, Dudu Fisher, Danny Flam, Gadi Fuchs, Governor Mike Huckabee, Shlomo Katz, Chaim Kiss, Izzy Kiefer, and Heshi R. Lipa, Leif Tahar, Jerry Markovitz, Yehuda and Aaron Nagelberg, Michal Przanski, Eli Schwebel, Revi Schwebel, 613, Solomon Brothers, Yitzi Spinner, Tal Vaknin, Gershon Varoba, Barry Weber, Elron Zabatani, and many, many more. That is some production. Go to JerusalemChai.org, go to JerusalemChai.org, and enjoy, and happy Yom Yerushalayim, and happy Yom Chevron to everybody. 19 minutes before 9 o'clock. It's JM in the AM. Hey, don't forget today's live lunch between 11 and 1 is a Zoom live lunch. Might be our last one for a while. If things really do get back to normal, there's, there's not going to be a live lunch next Thursday. It's Erev Shavuos. But uh, I wonder about the live lunch after that. I don't know if it'll be on Zoom. Hmm. I don't know. So make sure to be tuned in today. Zoom live lunch. With Avi Fryer's envelope magic trick. Yes, the envelope finally showed up yesterday after two weeks in the mail. Avi Fryer will be doing magic at 12 noon. Live lunch begins at 11 a.m. Here's the Zoom ID that you need. 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. That's the ID. 814-353-5064. The password is JMAM, lowercase, JMAM. Zoom live lunch at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. in Israel. Avi Fryer, 12 noon, 7 p.m. in Israel. Tonight, brand new edition of the Israel. The Israel. Tonight, brand new edition of the Arab Shabbos show. Thank you to Mark Zomik. Tonight, brand new edition of the Arab Shabbos show begins at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. It will replay at 3 a.m. and 10 a.m. tomorrow. Arab Shabbos show with Mark Zomik for Parshas Bamidbar and. I assume, for Yom Yerushalayim, Yom Chevron, and Shavuos. Uh, it's all happening uh, tonight, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And again, it's uh, brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, and you will find it on the Nahum Siegel Network. Simple as that. This portion of NSN programming brought to you by our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman Kosher Hot Dog Sausage in Delhi, is the world's best, serving the kosher world since 1954 and available at Better Kosher Supermarkets nationwide. Check out kosherdogs.net kosherdogs.net and when you use promo code radio guess what you get a um, 15 a 10% discount use promo code radio you get a 10% discount Art Scroll presents the Panay Menachem stories and lessons of Torah leadership compassion and empathy from the life of Pinchas Menachem Alter of Ger it's available now at a 15% discount if you use promo code radio go to artscroll.com make sure to use promo code radio artscroll.com Promo code radio. Ladies and gentlemen, um, this radio broadcast, not only for the last 10 weeks, but for the last 36 years, has kept the Jewish world connected now more than ever. Now more than ever. Read the letter. Read the now more than ever letter that you will find at um, fjbunity.org. Read that letter. Tell me how you can read that letter and not give at fjbunity.org. That's the now more than ever letter. And I told the story. An envelope arrived here before Pesach, before we had announced a fundraiser. 
before we had when we were in the throes of listening to news every day of hundreds in our community dying and getting sick and that's just our community forget about the don't forget about them but meaning you know that's aside from the thousands dying uh, in the country um and in the throes of all that, we got an envelope here. And, and I, didn't, I, I didn't even realize mail was being delivered here at that point, frankly. <laughs> I think I was the only human being in this building that entire three weeks. An envelope shows up with a very generous donation. And I call the person and I say to them, you know, that was an unbelievably generous donation. And thank you. And especially at this time, thank you. It must be so difficult. And the gentleman on the other end said, we need you now more than ever. The Jewish community needs you now more than ever. And we've proven that now more than ever. We've proven it over the last uh, two and a half months. We've proven it. And we continue to prove it day after day. And that's why I ask you, I ask you to please be as generous as possible. I know that there are people who can only give $5. I know that. And I know that there are people who could give $5,000. I know that. We've had both over the last few weeks. I know that. I, I am asking everyone, if you can, to participate. Please participate. Please be part of this. Please express the unity that we express by joining this effort and being a supporter. And at the same time, those are capable of giving now and those who refuse to stop giving now because of the situation, there are many people like that, and I am impressed by the people, many of whom I am surrounded by, who refuse to stop giving. They're not being any less generous than ever because, thank God, they can and and they're able to. If you're able to, support us as best as you can. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. Support us, please, support us fjbunity.org and as I said there are a lot of people who've been giving I want to thank Robert Miller Robert is from Spring Valley he's a recent donor to uh, JM in the AM I want to thank my friends at the Mizrahi Apollo Mizrahi who donated yesterday in honor of my support of Medinat Israel, and I want to thank the R family longtime friends in honor of Nahum's support of the Jewish homeland Thank you. I want to thank a listener, Binyamin, in Passaic, New Jersey, um, who just sent in a double high donation. I want to thank uh, listeners Tracy and Robert in Teaneck, who've donated in honor of Mark Papa Zamek and Mayor Weingarten and all that they do for NSN. And I thank them for that fjbunity.org fjbunity.org that's where you can give right now I want to thank listener Anita in Elizabeth, New Jersey I want to thank um, listener Rebecca some of our donations do not come through with an address that's why I don't identify in all cases the geography I want to thank listener Shari in Jamaica uh, meaning Jamaica, New York Just going through some of what's happened over the last couple of days. I want to thank listener Bruce from Brooklyn, New York, who donated a $100 donation. I mentioned Yossi Baumel earlier, who 
donated in honor of Steve Adelsberg, Nahum Siegel, and Miriam L. Wallach. And I thank Yossi for that. I want to thank listener Sam, a 10 times high donation in honor of Nahum. From nothing but your dedication, creativity, and pure Ahavat Yisrael, you've created a worldwide network that has embraced all Jews and our friends for decades. Can't thank you enough for that. So you see, there are a lot of people coming through with great donations, and we hope you'll be one of them. We really hope you'll be one of them. With a double high donation, I want to thank uh, listener Eliyahu, who donated literally seconds ago. Be as generous as you can. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you specifically want to speak to somebody, no problem. If you specifically want to speak to somebody, we have a phone number in our studio between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. at 212-529-4620, 212-529-4620. And if you would like to... Um, Send in a check that will hopefully, unless you have the experience that Avi Fryer and I had, <laughs> it'll hopefully arrive here soon after you send it. Uh, you could send it to the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, second floor, suite number three, New York City, 1002. That's the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting, 551 Grand Street, second floor, suite number three, New York City, 1002. And we thank you for that. I remind you, we have a Zoom live lunch today. A Zoom live lunch today. The uh, code, the ID is 814-353-5064. 814-353-5064. I remind you that there is a password, lowercase J-M-A-M. Again, that password is uh, J-M-A-M, all lowercase. Join us at 11 a.m. And don't forget that Avi Fryer is going to be doing some magic with the envelope that we received here at JM in the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network. Coming up, Unlocking Greatness. It's an encore from Charlie Harari. That's why you're not seeing it, by the way, in the podcast line, because it's an encore of a presentation, so it doesn't get into the new podcast line. Uh, Charlie will speak about secrets of world-class performers. Secrets of world-class performers. Spin class with Michael Fragan at 9.30. 10 o'clock for Jew in the City Speaks. Allison will be joined by Yoeli Leibovitz to discuss the passing of Pastor William Richard Harrell Jr. and the fundraising efforts to help his family. That's Life with Miriam Alwalik at 10.30. Miriam and Shifra Klein of Flashix Magazine. Shifra Klein of Flashix Magazine coming up on That's Life. I told you about live lunch. That's going to be happening at 11 through Zoom uh, with Avi Fryer at 12 noon doing some magic. And don't forget tonight, Mark Zamek in a show, the Erev Shabbos show, that will be replayed at 3 a.m. and at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem, a brand-new Erev Shabbos show tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, a brand-new Erev Shabbos show. Finally, for this segment, something else very important. We are doing our best to keep everyone together, and we also understand the importance of of doing what we can for others. The same way I'm asking you to do what you can for us in supporting us at fjbunity.org, I know that there are roles that we can play in helping others. 
And we had a long talk this week with Willie Hochman and the people at the Joel Paul Group. And what we are doing is we've set up we've set up a an email address. We've set up an email address. Resume at NahumSiegel.com. I don't know if we're going to be able to find or help find a job for anybody. I hope we can help find a job for everybody. We know a lot of people here, and there's some members of our staff and volunteers who are very connected and sometimes are struck by an idea when it comes to a resume that they see. So if you are looking for employment or have someone in your family who's looking for employment, feel free to send us your resume. You will not get a response from us. You will not get a response from us. That would be impossible for us to handle. We're not, we're not a search firm. But if you do send us a resume, resume at NahumSiegel.com, resume at NahumSiegel.com, uh, one of our staff members will see it, and it might trigger an idea. And any, any resume that we see that would be appropriate for the not-for-profit executive positions that the Joel Pohl Group has, um, that's their, that's their, you know, that's the majority of their market. That's what they're best at. They do everything in executive search, but that's their specialty, is um, not-for-profit executive uh, positions in the Jewish world. Uh, we will certainly send it along to them. If we see something appropriate for them, we will certainly send it along to them. So in conjunction with the Joel Paul Group, we're just trying to help the community rebound and help, whenever possible, just get people jobs. So again, you will not get a response from us. We, we, we would not have the manpower to do all that. But someone from our staff and or volunteers will see your resume, and you never know what it might trigger in terms of a potential job. So feel free to tell everybody you know. Feel free to you yourself to use the email address resume at nahumsegel.com, resume at nahumsegel.com. And again, uh, let's hope and pray that with our efforts to help our brothers and sisters, uh, let's hope those efforts uh, do come to fruition and that we're able to help people uh, find some work during this very difficult time. JM and the AM will close out our show on a Thursday with the lockdown song from Schlockrock. <laughs> you are listening to JM in the AM.
Achenu Israel and Achim Achem, our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, and the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing uh, Thursday here at JM in the AM. Don't forget the Arab Shabbos show tonight at 7 p.m. Brought to you by the wonderful people at Kedem. Don't forget full schedule, including uh, um, Charlie Harari next with Unlocking Greatness. Michael Fragan's spin class. Allison Joseph's Jew in the City Speaks. And then uh, Miriam Alwalek and That's Life. Schiffer Klein of Flashix Magazine will join Miriam at 10.30 Eastern Time. At 11 o'clock... It's our Zoom live lunch with Avi Fryer doing his magic. Zoom ID for 11 a.m. is 814-353-5064, 814-353-5064, password J-M-A-M. Thanks so much for joining us. Tomorrow, our Yom Yerushalayim special. I cannot wait. Chag Sameach, everybody. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. Thank you.